Off your ass and on your feet. Ain't no time to beat your meat. It's after dark with Triple Dark Goddess on the Angry Divas Radio Show. We air live weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com. Check us out on the web. That's www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo? This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. After Dark with me, Triple Dark Goddess.
Yeah, baby. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's episode of the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right, baby. I am your host with the most of Triple Dark Goddess, also known as Diva Fire Tongue. Look at that. We didn't graduate it. Diva Fire Tongue. Put some respect on it. <laughs> I know there's an S missing. I kind of had to remove an S so I can get all the rest of the words in there. They only give you so many characters. You know what I mean? So y'all know what it says. Deal with it. (laughs) I am. Tonight's show is on fatherlessness. Black woman, get mad and stay mad. But before we get the show started, there's one more song I'd like to play. And actually what I want y'all to do is listen carefully to the song, what she's saying. Because I'm going to talk a little bit about this. It's, it really ties in. This is by Ibeyi. I love these twins, these girls. They're amazing. They're powerful little singers. And uh, the song is called Mama Says. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. The man is gone. And Mama says she can't live without him. The man is gone And mama says There is no life without him She has no one To stop her teeth A man who heals and Calms down her fears She needs to wake up In her mind's arms And to be loved Just like a child i 
All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the show. I want to talk to you all tonight about something candid, something that really I hold dear to my heart. And I do a lot of work with a lot of different women. All of us have some similar things going on. Because we are women, because we are black, because we are existing in, unfortunately, a thriving patriarchal society a patriarchal society that the men of our race have opted out of performing and acting and competing in. They have completely divested from any responsibility that comes along with being a patriarch. I would not mind it so much if they were Father Abraham-style patriarchs, but they are not. They are not here for the woman and child They do not care about the plight of women and children. They are the reason that there is a plight for women and children. And to call it out for what it is causes a problem. People go to the left. They get emotional. We start fussing and fighting, and everything just goes haywire. But nobody talks about what this fatherlessness means for black girls. We talk about you know, maybe it's the best thing for the men to not be in the house because more often than not, the men are the reason that the black girls are in danger in the first place. And a lot of the time, that is that own girl's father or stepfather, her cousin, her uncle, her grandfather. Oh. <clears throat> Put a bad taste in my mouth. I gotta cough that one up. But this is the truth. This is our truth. This is what's happening. This is what has happened and continues to happen. And no one is really addressing it. I remember two years ago, I was talking with a sister, and I'm very thankful for this conversation because 
it offered a different perspective for me. You know, I was talking to her and just kind of all in my perspective and my view, and she heard everything I said. She never invalidated me at all. You put that on record. She validated me, and then she said, do you think that you were safer despite your father's absenteeism while present? Because, you know, leave it to a man to be absent and present at the same time, you know? Present, absent, and absent, present. Leave it to a man to figure that out, that ghosting thing that they do, where they can be there but not really be there. But she asked me, did I, did I think that my father's presence or that other men knew that there was a man in our house, that that kept me from having to have some of the worst experiences that have befallen other black girls. And I remember pausing. I sat still. And I said to myself, I never thought about that. You see, up until my mother lost her mind and moved us from our beautiful neighborhood in Jamaica Plains to Blackistan, Boston, okay, and my mother lost her dang mind and did that crap is when we became unsafe. But prior to that, because see, my father wasn't as bad off either, but there were a lot of things that happened. Men are not as strong as we would like to believe. Men are brute physical strength. That's it. They're tissue paper in every other way. Tissue paper. They're very, 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 very fragile in every sense but the physical. He's strong, he's big, he's tall, he's long, he's lean, he can move faster than you, he can carry things heavier than you, but he is porcelain inside. I am not sure. I I posit two theories. And, you know, we can consider one or the other, but I posit two theories on why this is. It is either innate to maleness, because maleness is a broken form of femaleness. The broken X is the Y. So what is missing from that broken X? We don't think scientifically. When I say these things, women get emotional with me. When I say we got to stop having sons so we can figure out how to remake the model and not produce this craziness. You know, when Ford or Toyota or somebody produces something that's jacked up, transmission's jacked up, the whole car is at risk. Recall all of them. All of them. Fix it. We can't have people out here dying because we put out a defective product. Women don't want to do that, though. So women are not wise business in the, family, in the business of family, in the business of breeding the human race. Women are not wise because all this little defective crap that's out here, we ain't never recalled any of it until we can fix what is wrong, figure out what it is. We just emotionally do what to say men should do, men should do, men should do, and we don't even have the ability to navigate that. I remember considering this as a little one. I was a lot, I've always been a bit ahead of myself, a, a, a little, what do they say, old for your years, or you've been here before. I've heard all of these things all my life. Um, I still get carded, and I talk to people and tell them my age, and I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I have to see some proof that that's how old you are. I don't believe you. <laughs> I get it all the time. Uh, because I came in as the crone. I came in here as the crone. But I remember considering this even, you know, as a, a young one, watching my father unable to handle certain situations emotionally and how much work that put on my mother, you know? 
going to tell you all the truth. My daddy was missing because my daddy had been hurt when he was a little boy. My father never could be present because he never got the healing. We don't have ways to heal. His own brother assaulted him as a little boy. And he never got to heal that. To this day, I try to work with him, but men are so stubborn and they're afraid. It's hard to trust a woman because he's told women and they've used it to hurt him. I understand that. I don't trust men for the same reason. Men have done fuck shit. Excuse me. Excuse my friends, but they have. And I'm like, I don't trust none of y'all. You hold pistols. I don't trust you. <laughs> so I get it. I might not like it, but I understand it intellectually. Over emotion. Let that be your mantra. A beautiful sister said that to me years ago. I never let it go. Objective over emotions, black woman. Objective over emotions in everything. It doesn't mean you don't feel. It just means you pay attention to what your goal is. But I digress. You never really had a chance. I didn't know that as a kid until my mother sprung it on me. I think I was 11 or something when she told me. And I hated my uncle. I already hated him. I already didn't trust him. I already knew he had a pedophilic spirit. I didn't trust him around the children. He used to come to all the cookouts. And why the black family allows the family racist to come and dwell among the children is beyond me. Why? Why? I don't know. Crazy. Insane is all I can say because insanity is doing the same thing again and again, and again, and expecting a different result. So the rapists in the family get to come sit at the barbecue and the family reunion and stuff. And we just tell the children, don't be over there in your uncle's face. But see, my sick uncle would do things like bring pockets full of change and throw it out so he could watch the kids bending over and pocket pool. And when I noticed it, I told the kids, uncle's nasty, don't pick up the coins. Do you know what happened? My father appreciated it, but all the women in the family told me I shouldn't have shamed my uncle like that. It taught me very early on who the real enemy was, why we have so many absent and missing men, even my grandmother. I remember having this conversation with my father as an adult and asking him, why didn't you tell mama? Why didn't you? He said he didn't want to break her heart. And plus she knew she, she, knew he would, she would kill him. She would kill his brother. She'd kill her own son because he's a rapist and he's attacked all the children in the family. So none of them told mama because they were scared the police was going to come get mama for doing what she should do as God to take that demon off the planet. When he told me that, it kicked up a rage in me. I'm pissed to this day about it. So what did I do? I never forgot it. I never forgot the reason my father was taken from me, that my father was taken from me before he even had a chance to even produce me. He was a boy, and his brother did this to him. So although my father is never going to really, men don't do work to heal and get better. Women do. Men think that they're fine just like they are. <laughs> but I curse the dick off my uncle 
on behalf of my bloodline for the restoration of my bloodline because I come through my father's matriarchal line. And on behalf of our line, for the crime he committed against us, I enacted vengeance. You can have justice. She's blind. I
the cost of fatherlessness. Our daughters step up and become daughter, baby, daddy. Sometimes mama don't choose well. My mama didn't. And sometimes even when she thinks she chooses well, there's something in that man's past. There's something in that man's bloodline. There's something in that man's history. Something there. Something inside so strong that you don't know of that Jesus' blood can't do shit for, that prayer can't change, that lighting a candle can't change, that praying for him and loving on him won't fix. Something inside so strong that is determined to destroy that man. His very DNA, his sperm is traumatized. And we breed with it. And we birth little traumatized babies with our traumatized eggs and our traumatized sperm, and we never seek any healing, and we think it sounds like hooey. And the children are the ones who suffer. And the fatherlessness means that black girls at 61% by the age of 18 have been raped or sexually assaulted or sexually molested. We've got to pay greater attention. I hope you're paying attention. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another... Bitch House Production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. Y'all make sure you tune in tomorrow where we will be live here at 6 p.m. yet again for part two. It's not going to be on Fatherless. It's, it's going to be a whole new topic, so just make sure you pay attention to the webpage. Uh, we're on the web. That's www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo. You can also check us out on Facebook. We are Angry Divas, the dark, divine, feminine, baby. And, of course, always right here on blogtalkradio.com backslash angry, D-E-V-A-S. These shows are to introduce to you all my class called The Mirror. It's available on Early Bird for pre-sign-up on our website. The link will be up on the fan page as well. This is designed to help you all to be able to look into what it is that's hurting you, that's binding you, that's cursed you. You can get honest about your self-sabotage and inferiority and fears and doubts and all of that stuff that's keeping you from your greatest height and your best version of yourself. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all in here tomorrow. Have a great evening.